Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Chat. We have so much to discuss today concerning our soaps and talk shows and everything in between. But before we get to it, let's chat with our co-host. Alan, how are you? Terrible. My hair looks terrible, and it's borderline mullet now. Can you see that? That length? just looks awful. I I do not be a person of mullet. The endless pandemic. Okay, well, the person who is not having hair problems, Dee, how are you? Bitch, I am Chandler Massey. Show up at my door ready, okay? I'm feeling great. Okay, so that hair, that hair is popping. <laughs> and then the man, oh, look, there he goes before his intro. The man who always talks over you in an intro before he's introduced. Tiggs, how are you? I'm doing well. Buffalo Wild Wings can kiss my ass, but I'm fine. <laughs> Where's this mute button? Where's this and then button? the man who got us all together an hour early so he could leave and do his stuff. Rodrigo, how are you? I'm doing well, Casey. Still wearing my mask, as always. Wear a mask, okay, please, Rod- Rodrigo people. said, girl, I got to get up. I got to get up out of here early. I got to roll my hair before I go to bed. <laughs> Alrighty. Anyway, let's just hop into uh, our soap, shall we? Uh, So anyway, we're going to start off with the bold and the beautiful. Uh, So we finally got to see Steffi's intervention of sorts. And regardless of the fact that the show is missing the character of Taylor, Mm. uh, we still got quite the Emmy award winning performance from Jacqueline McInnes Wood. So, Tiggs, this performance has actually garnered uh, critical and fan praise. Uh, what did you think of Jackie's performance for Steffi's intervention? You know I'd be in and out on both, but I did see it. She's done a great job. She's doing a great job. Like, like I was saying on Twitter, like, my boyfriend decided he wanted to get in the boat. And, like, immediately, Steffi's his favorite character. That's all he cared about. Anytime he asked me about Bo, well, why did Steffi do this? Well, why is she a crackhead right now? Why is she just say a park her baby? She don't want her baby. I'm like, well, just watch the damn show. But no, she's been doing a great job. I'm so proud of her. And I guess I am pissed that her mama ain't there. And then, D, do you think that this will get Jackie another Emmy statuette next year? You know, I really think she's going to get nominated I can see her taking it because she has been she has been blowing this storyline out of the water. We know she went I mean it only took the one pill apparently and I'm still asking what kind of drug that she's on that you get hooked like that just taking the one pill but she is playing it and when she started dragging everybody like she was Daenerys Targaryen just Sandra Karras on everybody up in that house everybody got lit up. I was sitting there hollering and cheering. So you know what? I am super excited. Give her all, give her all the Emmys, all the statues, and please let her come through and snatch Liam's wig again. Let her snatch a brook. Let her, she snatched, she even snatched her daddy. I was so happy. I didn't even know what to do. I was just like, who else is gonna get it? Give her some. So yes, I, I can see an Emmy coming from this because she is she is playing a pill popper huh? so well. So very, very well. I loved it. 
So now, Rodrigo, let's talk about the story outline for the intervention here. So we've already mentioned uh, the fact that Taylor wasn't there in those scenes, which were so very pivotal. Um, and for me, the one thing that was missing was bringing up the history of addiction in Steffi's family. So what did you think of the intervention and what story points were missing for you? Uh, I think Michelle Valjean, I think she wrote that episode. I'm not sure if she did or not because the way that dialogue was, was just amazing. Um, Jackie McKenna's Woods, if she does win the Emmy this year, she will deserve it. I know I knocked her for she beat my more, but I think this, she has this in the bag just because she gave a ferocious performance. I've never, uh, and I think back to when Jackie first started on the show and I was just like, mm, I don't know about this one. And the way she's grown every year on that show, she continues to grow and amaze each and every year on the show. Saying that the performance was amazing, but the storyline is awful <laughs> to me. It's awful just because it's too quick for my liking. Uh, usually drug addiction storylines, I like a slow build of it. I like, you know, a lot of different family members getting involved, not having Taylor there. It was a great disservice. I don't know what Hunter Tyler did to Brad Bell, where he cannot bring her back for like these pivotal moments um, of the family. So for me, that was the main ingredient missing out of that intervention. Because to see, imagine you see Taylor there and then Brooke is there already. And then Stephanie's just reading everyone for filth. And you could just imagine how Taylor and Brooke would have been going at each other and all this stuff. So it was a blown missed opportunity. Just too many storyline beats have been missed just to get to this moment. And I know that's Brad, and I call this storyline a Brad Bell special because Brad will do a 10 minute story, a 10 minute intervention, a 10 minute drug storyline, which I, it just didn't give me time to process everything about the whole thing. I think it was just too plot driven, um, but the performance, Jackie McKinnis Woods saved that all with that- Too Liam driven. That was oh, too Liam driven right there. Ooh, girl. Was, ooh, when I saw Scott Clifton crying like a little, I mean, Liam crying like a bitch, <laughs> crying like a bitch. I was like, why do I care about Liam's feel? I don't care about him. I don't give a fuck about him. Like, I do Scott not care. Clifton was putting out some Kim Zimmer tears. I said, yes. Okay. <laughs> Which I found out, Jackie said that that was Scott's real tear. Just looking at, I think he was, he was amazed by her performance. So that's why you saw Scott's reaction like that. But at the same time, I don't care about Liam. It, Steffi, I, I don't even want Stephanie to get involved with her. Do, well, with that doctor because I just boy, think don't get cut. Don't, don't get know. cut. I, don't get feels, cut. It kind of Rodrigo. It's a, okay. it's a bit Rodrigo, of it. It's a bit I'm of it. Cut it's, your mic right now. No, it's a bit of it. It's a big. It's a bit of an ick factor that the man that supplied you with these. <laughs> and we was not the one that supplied her with the damn drugs. <laughs> Let's uh, let the record show. Stephanie did not want to. Steffi did not want to take those damn pills. Every man in her life was palming those hoes off on her. She was trying to be a no-limit soldier and do it on her own. And for Liam, she was, who was trying yeah. to palm the pills off on her. 
Ridge that was trying to palm the pills up on her. And then they gonna sit there and act like she a total crackhead. I'm like, why? Hope, Hope popped one like, damn pills. Like, what? right? That's the only thing no. too. Hope, like, Hope popped more pills on that mountaintop when she plowed Steffi down on that snowboard than we ever saw Nobody's, Steffi take. Okay, there are a few history mentions that are missing for me. It's too much and, missing. That's the problem. Yeah, there is too lot, much history yeah. missing. But Steffi broke it down when she dragged everyone through filth. She sure she did. Was, Ooh, she was right about all. You know, she was right about she all. She talked of them. about the whole Kelly situation, and she talked about you know Beth and how Hope you know didn't even allow her to say goodbye. Right there, they should have brought up the time that Brooke. Uh, tried to snatch Taylor's baby away from her. Who was that kid, Jack or something? Jack. Jack. They should have brought that up because that was centered around Taylor's addiction. I think that would have been such a great and point in history to bring up. That's why they needed they, Dr. Tylo. They should have. They also should have brought up the pack. Like, uh, did Brooke have CPS called on her? She was all passed out and <laughs> Hope was taking care of that baby. You got me <laughs> messed up. Let me shut up. Yeah, it was just too many plot holes. I mean, but the performance saved it for me. Like, if Jackie didn't do what she did, I would have just been and like, okay. Liam doing all that crying and shit and all, fuck that. No, I want Liam to stand up and be a man for once. Because I want this to go to a custody battle. I want him to get mad Good luck with that shit. Out. Get mad Good and luck. Yeah. And be like, look. And, and it's just like, <laughs> look. Bitch. He wants like, Steffi to be a, he wants Liam to be a man. <laughs> Be, well, so Alan, that's a, that's a natural beat. Like he needs to get <laughs> they have Ellie out this motherfucking house right now. And Steph, you go, you ain't taking my daughter, bitch. That man been on that show for ten <laughs> years. Liam has been on that show for ten years, and he's still a bitch. Ten years later, and I'm just like, when are they gonna grow this character up? I just, but I, it's like. I mean, why too? They always try to make it seem like Wyatt is the anti-Liam. He just like Bill. Why is the fucking bitch too? He just don't whine as much as Liam do, but he's a bitch. Well, too. and that's the difference. Wyatt just, you know, Wyatt can know when to let go. Wyatt is not chasing hope after all these years. Like Wyatt knows when to let go, let God. But so he's just a pussy ass mama's boy. Alan, let's go ahead and go to you because I want your thoughts on Stephanie's intervention. Well, the acting was great. I think Jacqueline's going to win another Emmy. I didn't see her the last time she won, but this time I think it'll be very deserved. But the story is total shit. She took one pill <laughs> out of the prescribed dosage and she gave a crackhead. Crackhead. And Lee was too involved and she's passed out on a freaking couch and he's yelling at her like, what the fuck is this? What is this writing? Having an intervention, averaging one pill out of five dosage. This is bad writing. Why would you do, write it like this? You could write like a three month arc off the list, and this took like what, like a month, two months chops, and it's it's terrible. What is the writing on the show? It's like ugh. it reminds me, you know, it's every addiction story on B and B. It's Katie's insta alcoholism. It's Brooks insta alcoholism. It's Bill's insta alcoholism. The only th- reason I think they did pills this time is because they didn't want to get repetitive in the alcoholism state of things. <laughs> That's the only reason I think they switched it up with pills. But in my opinion, Rodrigo, you're dead wrong about this whole Steffi and Dr. Finnegan thing because I think that is the most interesting part of the story. It, it, it won't last. It, it, it won't last. 
Steffi got a new man sniffing at her. I'll take it. It won't last. And he's not Liam. It can last. Praise the Lord. It can I last know Brad Bell. Time. I know Brad Bell. If he's he was if he was gonna make this long term, I, I don't see it going long term, but okay. Look, the this kid has no pictures of Neil. Like imagine if they would have did this intervention during the holidays, if they would have tricked Stephanie into coming to the Forest of Mansion for Thanksgiving and they pulled this shit. That would have been good. Well, no, because on Thanksgiving, you know, everybody's nice to each other. I'm being. And I wish he get over that shit. I hate when he does that shit. Oh, I hate that. Like, Carter is gonna sit next to bro. Be like, right, oh, right. 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 Like, going. Bitch, you know, I can't stand you, but you want some fruitcake, bitch. Like, what? At, at the rate it. we're going, the custody battle or whatever will be over before Thanksgiving, and then Hope gonna be acting like it's her house and her family up at the head of the table. Let, let me shut up. I'm supposed to be nice today, but I do, I do want to give a special <laughs> shout out to Thorsten K during those scenes. He Ooh, did, he, yes. he gave an understated Thorsten. Look, let me tell you something about Thorsten K. He's not my ridge. He will never be all. my ridge. But when you give him emotional scenes and those family type scenes, like he brought it during those scenes as well. Like no one mentions him because Jack, you know, it's Jackie's world. But Thorson did some good work during those scenes as well. So I you know felt, what? I felt it. I'm done with y'all. You know what? Y'all can keep square jaw ridge all you want to. Thorsten actually shows emotions and I feel it. I yes. actually feel like it. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, no. and, and he felt yeah. like he was actually Steffi's dad. Right. Like he was, For the he first was going through it. He was yeah. going through it. Yeah. It will yeah. actually give you know, Ron him, really you give him a good get, writing. Ron really like, didn't get checked out until like the last like five, six years. I mean, before that, Ron was always there. He showed up, he came to work. But then you know he got a little lackluster. Mm, then he got on, then he got on the soup. Then he got on the soup with that acting. Rick, the last... Rick, <laughs> and now he got a man born. So you know it is what it is. All I'm saying is people are always trashing Thorsten K. But you know what? And when he's not in scenes, uh, with no, that I like Thorsten. I really he comes through. No, comes no, I through. like Thorsten. Thorsten. That's I'm saying, saying he can act. Y'all, but he no, y'all trash his ridge religiously. I'm oh, because he's his cast. He's not Rich Thorster. He can act. He ain't shit with Zach Slater with a sketch pad. He can act. He can act his ass off. But he's good at it. I think he is rich. The only problem for me with his ridge is they kept Ridge the same. They did nothing different. It was to the point where it was damaging to the character as a whole. Because, and I tweeted this to Tiggs about the whole Shauna, Brooke, Ridge storyline right now. That's the only time I've ever felt that Catherine and Torsten have any type of chemistry. And we've had this Ridge for how long? I mean, it's problematic. Because and I they, still don't see the chemistry. I like, still don't see ahead. the chemistry. No, I don't either. They only have chemistry when I they saw. fight. When, when they're fighting. They beat each other. I've been seeing. When Thorsten and Catherine Caroline, they go toe-to-toe fighting so they got good cameras when they fight but, but when, they try that, do, when they try to do romantic scenes and be lovey-dovey and shit, it's a no i don't believe it's a no i don't believe it sort of rich acts like he barely can tolerate brooke that's the problem with yeah him. and that's why i like him <laughs> it's like hell he got more chemistry with hunter tyler hell, it took him five years to share scenes with hunter tyler he had more chemistry with her than he did with Catherine. 
You ain't even lying. He had more chemistry with with Katie. He had and more Heather chemistry Tom, with yeah. Caroline. Him I, him with mean, I mean, him and Leslie Godfrey were great. Him and, him and Heather Tom were good. I'm like, hell, uh, the period of wild shit. I wanted, him, I wanted him to get some chocolate from Vivian, goddammit, because he ain't got no chemistry with nobody. He ain't got no chemistry with Brooke. I'm just saying, I love Ridge Forrester. I love this new Ridge as long as he's not with Brooke. Like, I can tolerate him as long as he's not with Brooke. When he gets with Brooke, it's just, it's a fast forward for me. I'm, I'm sorry. It is now, what it is. Something that a lot of people are fast forwarding through is the young and the restless. <laughs> <laughs> However, Ooh, great transition, that segue, Casey. That's great. was amazing. Good job. <laughs> okay. So, um, why? <laughs> I can't with you. So Wyandar continues to be the number one soap. Um, The newest ratings are out. Uh, They have about a 2.1, while B&B, for example, has a 1.9. However, I've seen some stuff on Twitter, and even though I'm behind, it looks like some parts of the show are starting to improve a little bit with Susan Dansby as the story consultant. So Rodrigo, I know you are in love with the Nate and Elena sex secret. Oh, so, I love it. Love yes. it. Love it. Love it. Love it, love it. <laughs> I've been screaming for this to happen. I'm screaming for them to do the next generation with Nate, Elena, Devon, and Amanda. I was just like, finally, 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 something happened with Nate and Elena just banging in that fucking doctor's office and in the performance from Brittany Sarpy after Brittany Sarpy has always been a talented actress, but she never got to show her stuff, not on GH. When she went over here, they still didn't do anything from her. Elena was boring to me, but I knew if they had just give her some writing, give Elena, make her a hoe, make her do some shit that she's going to regret make her do something and I bet you Brittany's going to bring it and she brought it and this the performance with Elena just her regret of what she did and uh, I'm, I'm going to be she's going to hit that again oh, she's going to hit that again she's she going to hit better. that again she's going to get that back blown out again <laughs> she's better and I hope I, I know where they're going they might I hate when daytime do these. Who the daddy storylines? Oh lord. Okay. Oh, I'm down. I know they're go. They're gonna go that way. I get it. But the fact that the black folks once again come to the rescue of this boring ass show because the show <laughs> was boring before that happened. <laughs> Finally, something hot, exciting, scandalous. This is Young and the Restless. This is Young and the Restless when they do their stuff, and. I, I love it. I love it all. The rest of the show, I'm not in love with. I hate the shit with Nick and Phyllis. I don't know what the fuck that shit is about. Like, they need to let that go. I know uh, Josh and, and Michelle well, they, have good chemistry, but unless like, they, they don't get do a anything. Story. That, that's like my teenagers. thing. They're acting like teenagers, having sex, playing video games. No, you're not 15. No, this is what's going on. Like you're all grown ass adults, and like I, I don't get. It's it. like even even Summer don't want them together. Yeah, like, your own daughter no. don't want y'all Who together. wants that? And speaking of Summer, like you have Summer and Kyle, hot ass Summer and Kyle, don't do nothing with them. They're boring. They all don't they do shit is with go them. to dinner. They go to dinner uh, and have sex. 
<laughs> well, see, I want Phyllis and Jack. Living my dream life. But I know I can't have that right now. <laughs> no. Oh, Jack and Phyllis should always been that together. Like Peter Bergman and Michelle Stafford. Well, right now, they'll have like, it. It would be they a little bit They'll gross, have right? it. They still have it. But the scenes the other day with them, I was like, why aren't they two? Why aren't they together? But okay. Um, the rest of the show. Well, we know why like, they're not together, Rodrigo. Come on. <laughs> I, I don't know. Because they're trying I, to push I, Summer and Kyle in order uh, for them to get married down the line. And so. I'm just happy. Oh, well, Soaps don't care about that. They really don't. Because I mean, Victor and Kate. Look, Victor okay. Well, then David Right, the young and the restless. There we go. <laughs> if y'all want kissing cousins and kissing family members. And- well, I'm just All saying, I- like, Bo and Billy was step siblings on days and they was hot. Alexa, play unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you, black folks. Black folks, once again, they're coming in, saving this show like they did back as always. As always, as always. We love black people. (laughs) I'm rooting for everybody black. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, D, let's go to you. So. Of course, we're loving the Nate and Elena stuff and Amanda and Devon and how they all fit into it. Um, But what is one thing that you want to see change on this show? Like, is there a character that right away you want to be thrusted into a different storyline to kind of rehabilitate a character? Okay, I guess my thing is this. Like, I love Black people. I've been pushing for... uh, Elena and Nate to bump skins for a long time. And I pulled up the tweets to prove that I've been saying this for a long time. Um, I love Summer and Kyle. Both people, y'all can all go go somewhere, okay? That's all the hotness we getting up right now. So I'm liking it. I'm liking their vibe. I'm liking their energy. I have a sneaking feeling that the shoe's about to drop and we about to get all kinds of drama with them while y'all talking that mess. Because every time y'all do, then here comes something along. Um, but you're talking just, for Kyle and Summer, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. I think they're going to have drama. They're, the only drama happening on the show is Kyle and the Black people. Let's keep it real. I mean, <laughs> I'm being honest. I mean, what is Victoria no, doing right. besides right. taking over companies? Victoria needs to get laid, okay? They need to find her a suitable love interest. If they, if they, How many people was it? 27 people that they cast for Mara West to get the appropriate Nicholas? They need to find somebody. For Amelia, they need uh, Victoria Theo needs to get there. Like that boy, you know what? Theo, yeah. yeah, give us Victoria. That I'm was such you. a fire interaction when she was like, "Are you hitting on me?" And he she was has like, better. I mean, she had good chemistry with Ray. I mean, instead of snoring all the way through Sharon and Ray, we could do. You could. I mean, Ray and Victoria would be good. They just, they just won't go there. They just, I guess, they just yeah. want to keep her by herself all the time waiting for Billy and everybody that's sitting here pushing for Billy to be with Amanda what so he can wreck her life like he does been, everybody Victoria's else. has been regressed back to her Maria Arena Bell days where it was hard out there for the white billionaire. I mean that's what Victoria is once again because now we get paragraphs of dialogue about Victoria and the kids and how she needs Billy to find 
a babysitter and she's been regressed back to her Maria Arena Bell days, which is kind of sad. I mean, I just, I need Victoria to be a hoe. I need her to go out and get her some, get her a real man. And I need Lola to go crazy. I really need this to happen. Okay. I need Sasha to just, I need her to bring it and and just be crazy. Like if we gonna rehab people, I mean, Abby's boring. So, you know, we ain't ever going to get anything up out of that. And Mariah, all she does is get up in people's business. Well, and then what so, about your favorite character, Chance? I know how much you love him. Who? who? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Confederate Chance does not exist to me. He does not exist to me. He is not there. I refuse to accept that that's Nina's son. Bye. So I'm just saying, all I need is if I had to get two people that needed a re- character rehab, it would be Victoria. Victoria needs a legit storyline besides Newman. She needs a man. She needs to she needs to blow off some steam. And Lola needs to go crazy. You know, I'm just it's it's crazy, but it needs to happen. Well, and right, we like, know Tasha Kelly has the acting chops for it. Like that's the thing, because I remember shortly after went back to summer, there was this great scene where Lola with like had a breakdown in the apartment and she's like how do I get past this being our home and our life together and that was fantastic and she can cry she can you know be funny she can do romance she can do it all but they never write her as anything but like a true uh, yeah, <laughs> Sasha, Sasha, Sasha Kadri can do it. It's she true. can do it, but they just they write Lola as this just. And I actually like the character of Lola, even though all too. those little nasty fans say that I don't. I actually like the character of Lola. I just don't like how she acts around Kyle. She turns into this judgmental person whenever she's yeah, around. Yeah, him. Like, uptight. And ever I can't since, ever since Purse Gate, ever since Purse Gate, Lola, Lola has been a shrew. That changed She's that a shrew. That's what she forever. is. She's that a shrew that can cook. Like I haven't yeah. been able to get back. I haven't been able to get past that. And now, you know, whenever she does things, I don't like. I do call her food truck. I'm not gonna pretend like I don't. But <laughs> stand I, you. I'm just not food truck. I, I'm I don't dead. care. I don't care. That's how she came <laughs> so on the show. What? What? That's how she came on the show. So I liked her when she was food truck Lola because at least she was humble. She, she wasn't bossing people around. She I mean, she was fiery. And I mean, now you have me thinking that they <clears throat> that the wrong Rosales left. Mia. Mia. Come on, oh, I, I, if I could trade a Lola for Mia these days, oh, Lord. I miss Mia. Oh, my oh Mia. Oh, we almost had it all. When she, when she dragged oh, Abby yeah, by say her it again, head. baby. We almost, we almost had it all. When she dragged Abby all. by her head, gangster she snatched style. Her up. She snatched her up like she was from Miami. I was like, yes, girl. And then that yes. beautiful gown and her hair was curly and had volume and oh. Oh, Lord. You let go of the Ron Rosales. Oh, my God. Yes, they did. I'm telling you, no, no one need to come back through town and hit that one good time and knock her up. Don't you do that to my man. Don't you do that to my man. Oh, speaking of other words, when is Homegirl coming on the show? Uh, What's her name? Sally. Courtney. It's supposed to be soon. It's not soon because we announced it like, what, in August? So. Yeah, it's about. It's I'm thinking, so long, shit, I forgot. Shit. I'm thinking this. I'm thinking that she might factor into this un- upcoming storyline with Summer and Kyle because they're supposed to be going on a trip. 
and then they made that reference about how they were trying to get someone um they hired this new person that Javo or whatever whatever oh yeah one of those storylines i don't care about yeah. and nine chances out of ten it's gonna be her like it would make sense for her to be sally spectra but they're talking about this new person from chicago so and isn't that where summer and never mind i'm just gonna shut up I'll wait to see what happens, but she should be coming on soon. Okay, with the well, timeline. here's the thing. If she is going to be somebody new, she needs to be like somebody from history. You know, she needs to be, and I don't mean recent history. I mean, you know, give us somebody unexpected. Give us somebody good. Um, you know, somebody worthwhile. Um, you say that and then she's going to be Phyllis's daughter. Watch. Phyllis's long lost daughter that she gave up. Look, why can't she be she... Sasha Green's daughter? I mean, she can be. They're they gonna make her a twin, and they're gonna be. That's... Phyllis had two babies. She had a boy and a girl. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> oh, okay. I hate you. That's what they're gonna do. That's you know how they do. You know how these writers do. Oh, there ooh, are we so have another baby. City. Just bring back Daniel. Bring back my baby. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure what that sound was. Maybe that sound could be the title of the podcast. I don't know. Um, Shut up, Casey. <laughs> it, it, it could be new. It could be new history though. Like when, when Summer first came back, she came back. She was fucking with somebody's husband. Why I can't be Courtney Hope's husband? Much like bitch, you was fucking my husband. Now I'm gonna fuck yours. Is it, Something like that. Now you still people probably aren't gonna do that because they're boring. Like like Summer had a, an affair with a whole ass married man. Ain't nobody said shit yet. Was that the car she stole? Wasn't that? Yeah, that was the car she stole. The only oh. good thing that came out of Mal Mal Young, I don't even like to speak his name, is the fact that he aged Summer up emotionally. She stopped he acting did, like she I, was fifteen. Yeah. Right. I mean, she came back on the. She came back acting like a little slut bag, and I'm sure there was a lot of people that enjoyed it. But I'm just saying, the one good thing that he did. Some some parts like I 12. enjoyed. Some parts I didn't. I enjoyed like how he was writing Summer before he left, um, where, like, I loved, oh, my God, like, that scene with Kyle in the Abbott Manor living room where they were talking about the whole Lola thing and their sham of a marriage and, oh, the Phyllis confrontation when Phyllis found out that she slept with Billy and she was like, you're getting old, and Phyllis slapped the shit out of her, oh. But see, that's the thing that never made sense. Like that was she came nasty. back to town. She came back to town and hated her mama for what reason? For no reason. They still have no reason. Right that was the only yeah, thing I did. For no like, reason. Like, for no reason. And she was the big man. She, she, Summer was the biggest. She loved her mama. She was the biggest Phyllis yeah. defender and all this yes. shit. All of a sudden, she oh, came back. Well, except like, when Phyllis got raped by Marco, then she was yeah, like, she Victor. She was a, then yeah. she was, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gina was on, yeah when Gina was on that witness stand, ooh, and she said, her Emmy winning reel. She looked her Eric Braden dead in the eyes, yeah. and she was like, and you sit there with that look. Oh, Lord. Oh, damn. Damn, damn, damn. Damn, Gina. Adele, where are we? We almost had it all. Oh <laughs> Let me shut up. Let me Gina, be quiet. Can you, me? Gina, can you, you be quiet. Now, see, you know what? <laughs> now, see, I love Michelle. I'm just saying that they did not have oh, a valid George. plan in place. They did not have a plan in place for Phyllis nope. when they brought At her back. All. And so no. now I'm just like, uh, what are we doing? What, where, where is this going? Let's, let's two years get this later. Popping. Two years later, can we do something? Like, that's what I said on Twitter. I'm like, can, can they bring old Mama Summers? 
Can we get we... Erica Slayzak or somebody? And and if Phyllis's mama is sick Ooh. and shit like that, mom. and they can tear that shit up. Some... The dad died. But did her mom die? No. I think her daddy died, didn't he? Yeah, dad George died on the show. Yeah, he died. He died, but yeah, Phyllis couldn't stand her mama. And like, we asking for we asking for Phyllis's mama, and we gonna get bun ass Avery back. So be quiet. Now, <laughs> oh, now see, if, if, if Ryan R was tacky oh. like GH, they were bringing Gina on as Avery. No, you know oh. who I need to play Phyllis's mother, Susan Lucci. That's who I need. Check. I need Erica Ooh. Kane to walk up in that hotel. Ooh. They are not. Casey, why would never? They would never. But that's a good idea, though. I didn't even think about that. Yes, I, I need Susan to walk up in there <laughs> and be like, "No, hello, Phyllis. It's me, your mother, Erica." No, the only Kane. person I could have ever seen Susan Lucci on that show is Julia Newman. Other than that, no. Because no, Phyllis's saying, mama was Phyllis's mama was very mealy mouthed and nee, 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 and all that stuff. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, that damn string over no Susan Newman. Give they can give Michelle story. I don't want to see no more clips on Twitter. That they someone posted some clip of Michelle as Phyllis doing some type of like monologue or something. It was the worst thing I ever saw. But I was like, "What?" But you are know they what? Doing? They're doing a repulsal moment. Yeah, oh, I, saw I was like, "What is this?" They act like they don't know what they're doing with Phyllis because really they're writing Phyllis the same way they did when they wrote Gina Tonyoni as Phyllis. They're they're giving us rom com Phyllis. Quit writing this shit as this fucking sitcom. It's a soap opera. I'm tired of all these meat, cute, quirky ass sitcom moments. Nobody give a fuck about shit like that. We want drama. We want scandal. We want acting, goddammit. Well, here's the Ooh. thing. That that stuff is okay to do on a Wednesday because Wednesdays are never the strongest episode of the week. Wednesdays are a filler episode. Wednesdays are- I have to tell you that. We had, uh, we had Winter's Wednesday. Thank you very much. Okay, and God, <laughs> Thank you. And God, oh, black yeah, people like Wednesday. eliminated the black yeah. people from another day in their contract. I'm sorry. Wow. Ooh. Wow, you... Casey, wow. <laughs> I was, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I noticed something one day. So I was watching um, a recent episode that did have, you know, Amanda, Hillary, Devon, Lily, Elena, Nate. They were all in there together. One, they were in a group scene. And two, in the opening credits, the opening credits were just them. And then the next day, they were like not in the opening at all. And I was like, this is what they do. This is mm-hmm. how Wyandar continues to marginalize anybody of color and of anything. I mean, but their primary target audience, the people yeah. that keep it on the air. Yeah, all black folks. <laughs> but, but no, yeah. Yeah. But, but that's no, how it's it is, true. though. Yeah. But yeah, usually, but though, well, why not? And I, and I always hate it when soaps do this with the opening. They always kind of just feature who's going to be in that episode. On that episode. That day. Yeah. I hate that shit. No, just give me a full 15, 20 seconds of everybody on this bitch. I like so it because it lets me know whether I'm really going to be watching it or exactly. not. Exactly. Exactly. Well, <laughs> if I see Donnie Boaz turn around and flip his hair, I'm out. Like I said on Twitter earlier, what was the fucking point? There was no fucking point of bringing Chance back. For newer viewers or even viewers who didn't like last viewers who didn't tune back in. Yeah, his name is Chance, but if you fucked around and forgot, you would know who the fuck he was. Well, look, Where is he like a chancer. Look. He has nothing to do with the chancers. He don't even live in the chancer mansion. Right. Like he could have been I, anybody. 
He's like, a new character. Man. So what if you don't want anything to do with the company? We get it, motherfucker. You want to be deputy do right, but you can at least live in your grandfather's fucking mansion. I you reject can't do that, him, so I'm okay with it. I reject him altogether. I do not accept him as a chancellor. So, but I'm, I'm just saying, if, if, if they're gonna do something to try to endear him to the fans, it's like, where is his mother? We don't give a fuck about chances. Philip's not here. Jill's not here. Nina's not here. We don't give a fuck. I he think just now, a new character. Honestly, and I hate, much like D, I hate to give him anything. I think Mal would have played these beats a whole lot better. And the only reason I say that is because I remember the episode. It was one of Mal's very early shows early on in his run. And it was another mystery for Jill and another letter for Catherine. And Mal was picking flashbacks from 1974. And, you know, I thought Brenda Dixon's Jill was going to pop up in that episode because he was showing everything. And he took you through the history of how Jill has gotten to where she is now and everything. And so I think what's missing here is somebody who appreciates the history of this show, because that's the only way beats get played is if somebody appreciates the history, you can know it, but do you appreciate it? That's a whole nother thing. There's no point of bringing on legacy kids. If like with Nate, I mean, Nate and Lily never have any scenes together. They're fucking first cousins. He never mentions Olivia. Like, and somebody God told damn, me when, like, when I was complaining, like one day I was complaining on Twitter that there's no anchor for these legacy children. Like, where yeah. is Olivia? Where is Nina? And somebody was like, well, Nate has Devon and Lily. I'm like, okay, what scenes have they been in? What exactly. genuine familial scenes have they been in? Not a one. Not, not one. It's like D- Devon is his play cousin and hell, He's supposed to be older than Lily, and they can't even remember that shit. Mm-hmm. They was born in 92. Lily was born in 95. They had one scene together talking about, oh, this is my older cousin, Lily. Why? Because she's 27 with, with two 20-year-old children. Well, but isn't Nate, correct me if I'm wrong, because I think I do have this wrong, but isn't Nate the oldest of the three of them? Yes, yes. he's the oldest. Nate was born yes. in 92. Lily was born in 95. Yeah, because Nate was like five years old and like Ninety. Yeah, yeah, you remember little, you remember little dark skin Nate. You know what? I'm I'm actually loving Nate right now because he's being a hoe just like his daddy carrying on that hate. Yes. Oh yes. And this is where his mother needs to be here so she can mm-hmm. say you've turned into your father. Read him. His yeah. mama need to come. His mama need to come check him. They need slap they need the to shit out of work. They, they need, need, they work they work need Lee Look, he's not too old to take him. mama's belt, let me tell you. He is they can not. get Tanya Lee Williams or they can get Amelia Marshall. They can get mm, No, Amelia yeah. needs to be Devon's mother. We've had this Exactly. The We've had this conversation. Yeah. We we said that's Devon's it, mama. A damn name needs to be Yolanda, goddammit. Not that harmony bullshit. Yo harmony. <laughs> Yo harmony. <laughs> Yo harmony. Miss Miss. The Morgan could have told that fucking role. Oh, definitely. Just okay, well, anyway, let's, <laughs> we've talked a lot about Wyandar, um, but we, <laughs> we, our conversation has been more interesting than the show lately. I'm just saying, oh my right. give it up for the black people. Angelica right. McDaniel's firing was more uh, interesting yeah. than the show. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's talk about Days of Our Lives. Oh, um, yes. 
<laughs> oh yes. So I originally had another topic planned uh, to talk about days going back into production and stuff. But then it dawned on me, we really haven't been able to talk about a lot of the storylines going on on the show. Um, so I have started to tune back in and I'm really liking the show. Um, but one thing I have a problem with, and I want to know if everybody else has an issue with this as well. Alan, we'll start with you. Do you have an issue with um, the Alley storyline right now with Trip? Mm. Yeah. <sighs> There's too much okay. rape on Days of Our Lives. They've done too much rape on the show. Because you think about it, the past like decade of the show, they had Kirsten rape Eric, freaking Gabby almost got raped by Nick. There's that questionable story line where freaking Stefano, Stefano and Steve's body had sex with Kate. There's freaking um, Ste- Stefan and Gabigail with the wig. It's too much rape. I'm tired of days being the rape soap. It's too then much. You had Sierra. Sierra. Got yeah. Well, and then I mean, so it's just one of my major oh, issues so with the show is now they're treading in to some territory that we haven't seen on daytime in a while because now they're going into a he said, she said situation. Um, I loved the storyline back in the day where, you know, Liza and all my children, when, um, you know, she faked a rape, I was like, oh my God, that's so evil. That's so diabolical. That's so Liza. Um, when Nola on Guiding Light lied about uh, that she slept with Kelly and faked that she was pregnant with his baby. I mean, we've seen these stories before, but in my opinion, should they be telling a story like this in 2020 when it's become a plot point? Because no. I don't think they're educating. No. It's become solely a plot point. It's plot, no. it's plot, it's plot. I... Uh, today's episode, seeing Allie and Claire, the scenes with Allie and Claire, they, it was just so cringy to me. Allie's like, oh yeah, I was raped by Trip. Has he ever exhibited behaviors like this before? I'm like, it, it, the way it's like going on, I, I just, Ron, first of all, I don't like when Ron writes rape story. I, I, they, they're cringy to me. I don't think he takes them seriously. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, you didn't have to go the rape route with Allie. We already knew Allie was a party girl. She was drinking. She was all over the world. Mm-hmm. It could have been a situation where she fought a lot of guys. She don't know who the father of her child is. That could have been the storyline. She don't know. She doesn't know. She does not know. And it could have been I trip. Know, I mean, I know why they did still. the trip angle. It gives great drama. You know, John versus Steve. Okay, but and, does it really uh, give great drama? That's what they're I going. Mean, te- I think that's I mean, where they're going for. I mean, this. technically, that's- it could. I mean, it, you have the whole Kayla thing. Kayla was raped. Kayla was you know? raped. You can bring and that into so the you can bring that into the equation. I just kind of I'm hoping that this turns into more of a you know she was drugged and she didn't know what happened. Type, like, okay, I had my problems with Trip, but you know, I just never got raper vibes off of him. Maybe I'm just looking at this. Especially the wrong way. since Ron was the one to come in and rehabilitate his character. Ron did the rise and fall and then rise again of Trip, you know, from he holding Kayla 
um, at scalpel point <laughs> right. and then rebuilding his character into more of a romantic hero who still exhibited faults and so uh-huh. yeah, maybe it's a, maybe isn't it like a PSA or something or whatever about how you you remember like way back um, yesteryear on 90210 when they did that I didn't say no I didn't say yes but I didn't say no type thing but this thing where like it's two different sides and you're looking I honestly think that she passed out and somebody else did it that's where I think it's going and Trip is making Trip is making himself look guilty with some of the things that he's doing but I honestly don't think it was that I just think I hope that the message somewhere in there is to make sure that you're sure before you accuse somebody I'm hoping I'm trying to find a silver lining in here because right now I don't see it I really I don't. Because, this this know, is sad. This is sad when Bold did this story better with Thomas and Caroline. Cause I, oh, that was so cringy. Oh my Ooh. god! But it was better than this shit. I it thought was that icky. was a better written storyline. Yeah. Oh, that thing was just like icky. when when Allie first came on the show, she was a party girl. Whenever somebody did act about her baby dad, she was like, well, "I just really don't want to talk about right now." Well, that's not somebody <laughs> who thought they were raped. Somebody That's who thought somebody. they were raped. She didn't act traumatized at all. She acted she, like some random dude she fucked. No, even better. She acted like she got busted in a gangbang and didn't know who the right. dad was. Right. That's which, what that was like. Which I would have. I would have bought that come, more than Trent being a rapist. Yeah, Here comes Allie Lewinsky. No, I thought she, like, she screwed one of her teachers because she just graduated. I thought she screwed one of her teachers and he shit it on. That would have been such a better storyline. That if it was one of her teachers, oh my god, Lord yeah, god. I thought it was one of her teachers and he shitted on her and went back to his wife or something like that. But no, uh, yeah, I this, this, I just ooh. don't like there. It. I'm waiting for a twist, I'm waiting for some type of twist. Well, because got, something because I what's do her not name? Like Homegirl, homegirl coming back. Tamara Brown is on her way back. So oh, I'm where, so where, where Ava fits in this equation. Uh, well, how crazy ass! <laughs> so, because you don't even this know. is kind of like back in the day when Chloe's stupid ass go lie and say Philip raped her. He raped me emotionally, and that's why to this day Kate or Victor always call her a raggedy bitch. That's why they can't stand her ass twenty years later because Chloe pulls that bullshit. Like, no, yeah. you can't be playing with rape and stuff. Like, like I'm tired of that no, rape shit. Like, yeah, like that being a plot point. We need no more rapes on Days of Our Lives for like the next five no. years. Okay. Because I was going through that cast list and I'm like, Jennifer, Julie, Sierra. I mean, everybody. It's it, it just, it, it's, ugh. That's, I was done I'm, with Sierra. I'm, I think I'm I'm just, watching the day for, for a good long while that Sierra got They out. just, and just defiled that whole set. Like, you couldn't real, look like, at it the same way. Sierra's stepbrother to rape her in Tom and Alice's living room was disgusting. And everybody right. at NBC needed their asses whooped. That's Dina Higley that for you. Right, Dina right. said, yeah. And then and people here. be asking for this whole back, though. That's the part that gets me. Really? Back for what? Can, if Dina, if Dina ever Nicole. comes back, if Dina ever comes back, she can write for Nicole, and that is it. That's it. She can't write for nobody else but Nicole. Like Gary Thomas, bitch ass. He didn't want to write for nobody but fucking um, bitch ass Daniel. And, oh and no, Nick. but I liked. Okay, despite the Daniel thing, I really liked Gary. No, Thomas. I couldn't. I did not like Gary. Thomas Gary and part. Chris. Oh God, Gary and Chris. No, I, I didn't Kristen, mind Chris Whitefield. No, I take that back. No. Cause whenever I did like someone they was writing, I know Lorraine Broderick did it. Mm-mm. 
Thank you. I couldn't, I I couldn't like, stand Gary uh, Tomlin's ass. I, I was like, that was Lorraine. And his hard nut for Daniel Jonas. And like oh. I said, like, Blake Barrett did a good job, but Nick could have been a way better villain than he was. I didn't like the writing for Nick. So before we uh, come to a close here uh, on Days of Our Lives, Alan, I want to know, um, besides the whole trip storyline and everything, what are you most excited for for days coming up? Um, because we're going to start seeing the episodes taped uh, after they come back. I'm excited to see Gabby come back. I'm excited to see Katie, McCl- Katie McClain as Jennifer, but she's going to meet up for <laughs> Yes. And I'm really excited to see how Philip being back plays into Shell and maybe putting him back with Chloe, maybe. Uh, I never like I, I, I never like Hopefully, Philip they really write that well. I never like Because him. I want to see the last, last crew. I want to take them, I want to see them up front. Like, I want to see them yeah, taking I, over the lead. Yeah, I, need I want to see them that. in front burner, but I don't want no, no Philip and Bell retreads. I never liked them together. I never liked that shit. Keep that was trash. That was trash. I, I, I never liked Philip and Bell together. Leave that shit alone. I, I, need, need, I, need, I need to see the last, last crew front and center. Sean Bell, Philip, Chloe. Uh, Jan Spears, all of them front burner all, for all of them. They I love it. Jan Spears, okay. baby. Jan Spears is everything right now. They've she earned it. The they've mom. earned. They've She's earned the that mom. front burner spot. They've earned the right to run that show. I don't know why. After all these years, the the son of Bowen Hope and the daughter of John and Marlena have not been taken over this show by now. With uh, I'm seeing some good things right now. Jan is infiltrating that family getting on Claire. Sure I love that. I love that shit. I love Philip versus Xander. I love that shit. Thank you, Paul Telfer, for that, you know, the little mm-hmm. scoop you gave us before that, because it prepared me for that. And I, I'm loving that. Um, oh, I'm looking forward to Allison Sweeney back full time as Sammy, because Hurricane Sammy coming back and just... I need her with Lucas. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Lucas, Lucas I, and Sammy I getting back it. together. Get them back together. Yes. I've always Get been a Louis fan, and if y'all ain't trying to recast EJ, kill him off, or let him run off of one of them nurses that's wiping his ass. And let Sammy and Lucas. Oh my God. Him. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> Tiggs. <laughs> um, so let's transition to our final hot topic here. We're going to our daytime talk shows. Uh, so Kelly Clarkson, of course, you know, the amazing singer that we all love, the uh, co-host of The Voice, the host of the Kelly Clarkson show, um, the woman who is doing it all in daytime, um, is currently being sued. Uh, so she is being sued by Starstruck uh, Management, which was founded by um, her soon-to-be ex-father-in-law, uh, which, Lord, this sounds like a Days of Our Lives villain from 1983, Narvel Blackstock. Uh, (laughs) anyway um (laughs) the drama just writes itself i know right so starstruck uh is claiming uh that under a verbal agreement made in 2007 clarkson owes their company 1.4 million dollars right this very moment plus over 5.4 million dollars in estimated 
uh, commissions. A verbal I, agreement, girl. 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 <laughs> girl. A, a, a child of pinky swear is more credible. Girl. <laughs> My child. Get the so, fuck out of here with that bullshit. Bye. <laughs> a verbal agreement. I agree to all yeah, kinds of shit. Let so, me be drunk. Despite, I'm, um, I'm surprised I ain't left the ass out of court with that bullshit. So this is what Starstruck ass. states. So this is what they're they saying. They struck all right. Um, despite Starstruck's hard work and dedication, Clarkson has decided that she is going to stop paying Starstruck what it is uh, contractually owed. Uh, through this lawsuit, Starstruck seeks to not only recover its commissions on millions of dollars that Clarkson has already earned, but also the millions of dollars that Clarkson will continue to earn and which are owed to Starstruck for its prior hard work and dedication to Clarkson's career. Bye. So, D, <laughs> what do you think, D? <laughs> uh, I think I, I wasn't in that marriage. I wasn't involved in it or had anything to do with it in that case. But I'm saying if Reba didn't left you and Kelly didn't left you, something wrong with your family. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So me personally, I'd be like, uh, it was a verbal agreement. Uh, we started with a verbal agreement. We're going to end with a verbal agreement. I didn't dip. I don't owe you anything. If it's not on paper, it's not legal to me. I'm sorry. It's not legally bonded unless you got my name on there. Kelly, take your <laughs> money and go. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Rodrigo, what do you think of the whole Clarkson saga? No wonder Kelly leaving that husband and her family and his family. Because I'm just like, <laughs> the plot thickens. Now you see what the hell's going on now. Because you're like, wait a minute. Poor Kelly. I love me some Kelly Clarkson. I've loved her since American Idol. I, I mean, she, how can you not love this girl? She She's never heard of anybody in her life. and She's never had any scandalous moments until now with this divorce. Um, when I was verbal, I didn't verbally agree to nothing. You have me on tape? Do you have you? <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I would deny, deny, deny. Give me some good lawyers to fight As this D takes a sip of her tea. These motherfuckers, <laughs> they're asking for almost $7 million of her money. I'm like, hell no, you ain't getting no my money. Fuck y'all. Now that I'm making good money with this talk show, I got the voice. I got all this shit going on for me. Now you want to take my money? It just, it just don't sound right to me. And I hope Kelly fights it. I'm behind her. And that's that. So Starstruck can go kiss, kiss, kiss my ass because I'm just like... No. I love how yeah. Rodrigo said kiss my ass like he's named in the lawsuit too. <laughs> he was like kiss my ass. If you're kiss attacking if you're attacking his Kelly Clarkson then you attacking you him. Attacking he ready. You attacking you know, Kelly Clarkson. How can you do that to Kelly? Kelly Clarkson. Come on now. Oh my god. Not even with, <laughs> with that shit. Jeez. <sighs> well Alan if Starstruck ever wants to sue you where can they find you on Twitter? Kiss my ass at Alice Rafa. And that that freaking husband allegedly cheated on Kelly. That's what's going around. Allegedly. So fuck him. Allegedly. Killing on Kelly, cheating allegedly cheating on Kelly Carson. Fuck him forever for that. Allegedly, her name is Kelly. Allegedly. Carson. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, the name is a black stock. <laughs> black stock. I can't. <laughs> well, Tiggs. Where can our lovely listeners find you on the Twitter? Best eleven nine eight five. Oh, okay. 
Uh, <laughs> and then Miss D, where can they find you? You can find me drunk celebrating my birthday at TMZ DD Chandler. I will text you my address. Come through, boo. <laughs> God. Um, and then Rodrigo, where can they find you defending Kelly Clarkson? You can find me at Rodrigo's World 81. And welcome back to daytime, Kim Delaney. And you can find me at Casey Has Hutch, and you can find our show on Twitter as well at the chat underscore podcast. Have a good night, everybody. Good Bye. night, y'all. Be alone, people. Hey. Leave her Wear alone. your mask and don't be racist. <laughs>